Welcome to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Your hosts are here to speak the words of the spirits and answer your questions. Now, here are Connie and Barry. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife. I'm Barry Strom, your host, and I'll be speaking with the spirits today. And I'm Connie Strom, your co-host. Today, we're going to speak to three different archangels, Raphael, Michael, and Azrael. They'll speak about the best way to find happiness in the current times. This will be a very good show for these days. Last week, we explored the military events taking place today and in the future with three great military leaders from the past, Napoleon, George Patton, and Dwight Eisenhower. I really enjoyed them, and I hope if you didn't hear it, that you will bring it up and play it. This was one of our more informative shows, and it will be available in the Voice America archive or on our YouTube channel. Okay, for the last year on Voice America, Connie and I have attempted to bring you the best of the truth about the afterlife. Next week is going to be our last show on the network. We want to thank those of you that have listened and told others about our show. In the future, we will simply be focusing on bringing our podcasts and shows onto our YouTube channel. We have a huge inventory of shows there, over 555, and it covers all aspects of the afterlife. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel and continue to follow us there. As you've probably heard us say before, the channel's in the name of Barry Strom. We believe our channel is the best source for information available concerning the afterlife. And in addition, Barry's the author of 10 books covering information from aliens to the life of Jesus. How's that for propriety? All his books are available on the website, www.barrystrom.com. This week, I posted one of the most important videos that we've ever made. It will give you what I consider absolute proof of the existence of Jesus and his resurrection. I posted the images of what Jesus really looks like in life, the way the resurrection actually took place, and I used the evidence from the Shroud of Turin to provide his image and what God actually did to create the resurrection. The video will give you absolute proof that Jesus walked the earth and only God has the power to resurrect. Just go to our channel. As Connie just said, it's in my name. And I'm sure that you will be pleased with this video. All right, Connie, let's uh, take time for a short disclaimer. It's going to be a good show tonight. The opinions or statements voiced on our show are the channeled words of the spirits do not necessarily reflect our opinions. Those are the Voice American Network or our sponsors. Keep in mind that the spirits will never give information that will change a person's life plan. Hey, we're going to begin by speaking with Archangel Raphael. Raphael, welcome back. Will you begin by telling us a little bit about your duties in heaven? Well, I'm quite busy over here. I generally am considered to be the angel of healing. When individuals are ill, they usually pray to me for help. Sometimes I can help them, and sometimes I can't. But one thing you must also realize is that people pray to me for their mental health as well. Mental health is extremely important. Without a positive attitude, without understanding what's going on around you, 
without having the basic capabilities of understanding just why certain events take place. Many people today are troubled with Great Depression. Now, there are many reasons to be depressed, but I would also point out to you that through the years and the ages, there's always been evil and problems. No matter what planet you had chosen to reincarnate on, you had problems to face. You had a mission to carry out, and quite often, it was very, very difficult. Today, evil is growing. Evil was immense in the time that our Lord walked the earth. The Romans were brutal. The Jewish priests were brutal. They put great suffering upon the people. It wasn't sufficient that they would just simply put people to death, but that they would often crucify them in the most hideous and horrendous ways. People had great fears of the Romans. They had great fears of the government. They had great fears of the army that was so brutal. So what has changed today? Today, simply the technologies have been able to bring more and greater evil to the world. Today, you have weapons of mass destruction, and many people worry about those weapons. They think that their time on Earth is going to be ended prematurely because individuals and governments simply want to destroy human life. Well, in many instances, they may be correct. There are people out there with no conscience, with no belief in God, with no understanding of heaven. There are many people of evil. There are psychopaths. There are those that simply do not care. What is important is that there are those that do care. I try to help those that do, that do care, and we will even try to help those that don't. There's always a chance that if we perhaps slip in some words of guidance, that those evil individuals will change. I know that it's a long shot sometimes, but... One thing humans have to remember is they must keep trying. Good health, good physical health, good mental health, that is absolutely important to your happiness. And that is what I try to bring you. Yeah. When can you help humans with the healing? Because I know sometimes you can't. Sometimes people in their life plans have included illnesses and sufferings that are lessons that they must learn. Sometimes they must learn to overcome mental disabilities on their own. But even in the cases where the illnesses cannot be overcome, we can help you. We can let you understand just what is at stake. We can tell you that you will be passing into heaven as a wonderful dimension that at the end of your suffering, there will truly be a time of happiness for you, that you will enter the realms, and if you follow the, the commands of your life plan and listen to us, 
that you will achieve the ultimate happiness. So there's always hope. No matter how much despair that you're in, you must know that we are here. We may not obviously be helping you, but we will always be guiding you. Raphael, is the energy of God always involved with your healing? Yes. It is the energy of God that allows healing. Many people ignore that fact. Many people don't believe it. But we are able to direct the healing energies of God. When he so rules, we can heal. We can create any miracle that God wants us to do. Barry just showed a video of the miracle of the resurrection. Take time to look at it. It'll give you an idea of the true powers of God. God can really do anything that he pleases. His powers are beyond comprehension. How should a human ask for your help? It's very simple. You simply ask through prayer. You can speak the words that you want me to help you. You can simply think the words. You can say, Raphael, I'm in a time of need. Can you assist me? It can be that simple. People that do not believe in God obviously do not pray, and those that do not pray cannot specifically ask for help. So prayer is the key. How does the individual asking for healing know that you heard the prayer? We always hear prayers. There's always an angelic spirit, a guide. There's always someone on the heavenly side that hears your prayers and will direct them to where they need to go. Never doubt that. As long as you believe in the power of prayer, you will be guided and helped. So in what instances is God inclined to have you perform a miracle to heal an individual? Perhaps an individual has is approaching the time of passing on his lifeline. He will not know it. If that individual has done great things for others, perhaps he is a great benefactor. Perhaps he has started schools, camps, universities, hospitals. There are people out there that have actually given away their entire fortunes in order to help others. Sometimes it is imperative that they return to heaven to start their next life plan. But sometimes God will decree that they should continue to do such good. If an individual may have more in their life plan that they need to do where they're serving God. There can be many reasons, but generally it's because the person has excelled in, in serving the wishes of God and is doing the best they can to help others show love and to help provide for coexistence. How should an individual go about healing himself spiritually? The basis of spiritual healing is the foundation of faith and belief in God. If you truly understand that God exists, if you truly understand that you will be going to heaven, if you truly understand all of the things that come with his teachings, then you will have a foundation for spiritual healing. You can draw on the strength of that foundation. Keep in mind that a building 
must have a strong foundation if it is to stand. That is the same as it is for humans. If humans have the ultimate faith, if humans understand that God truly exists, if humans understand that their life is a blink in the eye of their soul histories, if they truly believe that death is the beginning of another cycle, then those foundational beliefs will help them to find true happiness. So then you would say that spiritual healing is extremely important in one's life. Absolutely. Spiritual healing is actually more important than physical healing. Physical healing is of the moment. Spiritual healing is what creates the path of your soul's existence and how it is treated when it returns to heaven. You have to think of physical disabilities as momentary problems. They can be immense and they can lead to time of passing, but they are incredibly short duration in compared to the life of your soul. Is it possible to be happy without spiritual healing? No. You can delude yourself into thinking you're happy. Many of the richest people in the world are saying that they are the happiest they can be. But if you look at them, they have great problems. Financial wealth often brings great problems. You do not have to have financial wealth to be happy. God provided you with a planet of extreme beauty. You can go out for walks, look at the ocean. There are many things that you can do for free. God has provided you the means to be happy. You can be happy under any circumstances, or you can be unhappy. You can be unhappy under the greatest financial burdens or greatest wealth that you could possibly have. The understanding of happiness is relative. There can be no happiness unless you are pursuing God's foundation. Does an individual need the archangels to heal themselves physically and spiritually? We can help in a huge way. If you live a healthy lifestyle, exercise, eat well, then you can be physically fit. If you focus on the energies of the earth around you and the powers of God, you can be spiritually fit. But what we can do is simply assist you. You must lay the basic foundation. What are the keys to good physical health? That's good. a good thing for everybody to hear right now since we all just came through the Christmas holidays. Physical health is very important, and it comes through exercise, taking care of your body, keeping impurities out of your body. Today, the foods are structured to do great health to your system. Raise your own foods. Eat vegetables, fruits. Eat meats. But eat healthy. Do what you can to preserve the physical tone of your body. What are the keys to good mental health? Follow the foundations and teachings of God. Do not be around toxic individuals. Remove tension from your life. Do all of the things that you can. Contemplate your, your future in heaven. Meditate. There are many things that you can do for mental health. What can you do to improve a person's mental health? 
I can help guide them. I can tell them what they need to do, but individuals need to carry out the own ro- the, the instructions of which we give them. What's the main thing an individual should do to find overall happiness? Show love, understanding, be around people that make them happy. Do not become depressed. Take walks, enjoy the wonders of nature. There are many things that you can do to find overall happiness, but it basically is built on a foundation of belief in God. Raphael, thank you so much for joining us again. Do you have a final message for our listeners? Yes. We are hearing prayers of people that want me to help cure their their physical problems all the time. Sometimes we can help them. We can always guide them into handling the situation as best it can be handled. People are not aware of what is included in their life plans. When they return, they do not know. But if through prayer, we can try to guide them and we can try to help them. It's a difficult concept to believe that individuals might have included pain and suffering into their life plan. But it is a part of every life plan. Humans have relatively short lives and the aging process will lead to physical discomfort, physical pain, and it will lead to physical problems. You see, you are intended to weaken. God wants you to understand the process of all of the phases that you go through as a human. When you are born, you come into this world clean. When you pass, you take all of the memories with you from your life. That is the way of things. That is the way God wants it. So pray to us. Ask me for help, and if I can give it, I will give it. But I can always guide. There's always something that we can do that will help. We may not be able to heal you, but we can make you understand better what is taking place. So thank you for allowing me to speak today. I appreciate the opportunity, and I know that Michael is waiting to speak. So goodbye. Thank you, Raphael. All right, let's take a short break, and when we come back, As Raphael said, Michael is standing here waiting to speak. Connie and Barry will be back after a few words from our sponsors. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Is death the end of the journey of the soul or a time of new beginnings? Is there proof of an afterlife? What would historic figures say if they lived today? Psychic and channeler Barry Strom uses his gift of spirit communication to answer these questions and explore all aspects of the hereafter. Have all the information necessary not to fear life's final journey. Tune in to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. 
If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Psychic and author Barry Strom has now published nine books dealing with supernatural subject from ghosts to aliens. His most recent books, Messages of God and Messages of the Prophet Muhammad for a Modern World, bring you the channeled messages of the founders of Christianity and Islam. Their words are intended to guide their followers through these modern times. These books are available in softcover and ebook on Amazon.com. Signed copies of all of Strom's books are available on his website, www.barrystrom.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife. Here are your hosts, Connie and Barry Strom. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you for tuning in. Next, we're going to be speaking with Archangel Michael. Michael, thank you so much for joining us today. Will you tell us about your role in heaven? I am considered the great protector in heaven. Now, that can mean general things. I can be, people pray to me to protect them from harm. It may be the soldiers in battle, and they ask me for protection so that they will not be killed. They may ask me for protection from evil. It may be from evil that is occurring to them in their dreams. Evil can occur in many different ways, and I am generally the, the angel that is asked for protection. There are things that I can do. I can guide people to protect themselves. I can help rid evil from their bodies. I can. There are times that I truly can lead them away from harm. So, I am probably one of the angels most prayed to because humans are very weak and often need much protection. Yes, and I know you also show up when someone hasn't asked because you've done that for me more than once. Uh, Could you expand on the type of protections you provide for humans? It may be that a human is about to have a serious accident. It may be that that accident was not part of the life plan, or it can be that it was part of the life plan, but that God has decreed that that individual should continue to serve him and to live for more years. I may simply put a message into your head. I may tell you not to do something. If you listen, in all eventualities, that accident will not take place. It may be that you are about to make terrible life decisions. Maybe, for instance, you're about to try drugs for the first time. I will tell you, I will try to give you the message not to do it, that it can only be destructive, that it will destroy your life. You always have the free will to make a decision. You can decide to do it, or you can decide not to do it. That is always your choice. But there are many, many things that I can do to help protect you. You must have confidence that when you pray to me, I will hear you, 
and I will advise you. I will advise you within the terms of your life plan, and I will do my best to help you serve God. If you truly believe, then there's much more that I can do for you. If you do not believe in God, then you are not asking for help, and you are on your own. And quite often being on your own is not a good thing. <laughs> for sure. Uh, so then prayer is the best way to ask for that protection? Prayer is always the best. It doesn't have to be a formalized prayer. It can simply be, Michael, will you please show me the way? That's all it takes. It doesn't, you do not have to pray for hours on end to me. I can understand things. Keep it simple. Keep it honest. Do not be a hypocrite in what you're asking for. Do not ask for something that you would not want others to provide to you. Life can be very simple or it can be very complicated. We prefer that how you ask for aid remains very simple. When can you provide protection? I can provide protection when it does not have an adverse effect on your life plan. There are exceptions to that. God can have me protect you in incidents that were originally intended to be fatal for you. There are always exceptions, so there's always hope. Always ask for the protections. We will provide what we can. In every life, there's a time that we have to stop protecting you and allow your body to cease to exist so that your soul can return. But until that time, we can be of great help. How would you define happiness? Happiness is when your soul is at peace. When, you're, when you are reflecting what God has intended for you to reflect. He has provided many ways to help you find happiness. You do not have to be wealthy to be happy. Some of the happiest souls that we see are those that have guided their families, shown love towards their families, truly understand that all human souls are equal, truly believe that God exists, and most importantly, truly understand that when a soul passes from their body, that they will be coming to this incredible heaven of God's design. There are many ways that happiness can be defined. Many people think they are happy. They have great wealth. They may have multiple mansions and yachts. But that wealth quite often leads to problems for them. Their children will not truly understand what the teachings of God are. They feel that they become obsessive in their abilities to control others. They can believe many things. And they may delude themselves that they're happy. But they truly do not understand the concept of happiness and belief in God. We often ask that you protect us from evil. How do you define evil, and how can it keep you from being happy? 
evil is anything that leads you away from the teachings of God. Evil can be energies, they can be toxic individuals, but generally you will find that evil has one basic desire, and that is to lead you away from the foundational believings in God. Evil can be a college professor that teaches his students not to believe in God. You see, evil is an almost infinite type of energies. It can be, it can be everywhere. Evil can be trying to stop you from serving God. For instance, evil may be making individuals that speak of God ill, so they physically cannot continue on that path. That is why those of us on the other side must protect you from those energies. Evil, evil cannot be clearly defined. It can be anything that interferes with your relationship with God. Is it possible to find happiness without your help? Yes. There are many people in this world that have never heard of archangels. There are many people in this world that have never heard of Jesus. These people can find happiness by raising their families, by showing love towards those families, by doing what is right. The concept of right and wrong is not simply a concept related to the great religions. You see, through the ages, religions have done many things that were terrible. They have misguided the people. They've taken advantage of them. They've taken their wealth. So simply the word religion is not the concept of, of goodness. What those religions do for their members and their people, that is the true test. And it is only through understanding what those religions have done that you can understand the relationship that religions have had with evil. I try to protect people from making terrible decisions for their lives. Sometimes that decision that they make that is so terrible is related to a religion. There are religions that are cults. There are religions that lead people to the sacraments of the church and not to true to the teachings of God. Evil is everywhere. Just because an individual wears the cloak of a man of God does not mean that he is. You have to sort out what makes you the happiness, the happiest, and what leads you most effectively to the pathway to God. Are there times that you cannot provide protection? Yes, absolutely. It may be that the, you're ending, you're approaching your time of passing. You will not be aware of it, but you may be in very dangerous circumstances, and you may pray to me for help. In those instances, there is nothing I can do unless God decides to intervene. But I want to make this point very clear. Always ask. You never know when you will receive the proper answers. What type of protection that you can help with will lead to the greatest happiness? 
your greatest protection to happiness, as Raphael was speaking, is a strong foundational belief in God. Following his words and his teachings will bring you the greatest happiness on earth and will absolutely bring you the greatest happiness when you return to his realms of heaven. His teachings are so simple. Show love to others. Anger brings anger. Hatred brings hatred. Why do you want to bring hatred or anger upon yourself? If you don't show it, the odds are pretty good that it will not come to you. There's always a way to live a better life. Everyone makes mistakes in their lives, and that is to be expected. But the more that you do not interface with evil, the better your chances of happiness. So can you help lead a person away from toxic personalities? I can advise them. It may be that they do not follow my advice, but that is their choice. I can always advise as to the best path. That is always the path of your life plan. Many people ignore my advice. I may simply be this feeling that you have, this dream that you had. Many people choose to ignore it because they think they know better, that they can make better decisions in their own lives. But there are many people that are specialized in making terrible decisions. We see this all the time when people are committing suicide, have, have severe drug addictions. I can go on and on with this. How effective are you at protecting a person from evil energies? I can be very effective, but the individual must make the decision to follow my recommendations. The individual has got to have an open mind, and they've got to be willing to understand that we communicate with them. The individual must want to live a good life. Happiness, happiness comes with love. Happiness comes with understanding. Happiness comes with teaching the young. Happiness comes in many ways, and we can try to lead you to that path. Are there any limits to what you can do to protect a person? Yes. We cannot protect them if their life plan is calling for them to depart from their human body. But in most instances, we can give them advice to make it much better for them. Okay, as you were saying earlier, there are a lot of evil people who think that they're very happy. What would you have to say to them? I would tell them that they're living under a delusion. If they are not helping others, if they are not using their great wealth, then they are not fulfilling their life plan. Every life plan of great wealth includes helping others. If an individual is not doing that, he's simply not following his life plan. There is no exception. The blessing of great wealth is given to individuals simply so they can make lives better for others. It's not that they can live the ultimate lifestyle for themselves. Can you provide protection from toxic relationships? I can advise. 
I can tell the individuals that they would be better off not being in that relationship. I can help lead them away from toxic individuals. It may be that we will bring them a job opportunity that will take them out of a job that makes them unhappy. There are many, many ways that we can assist. There are many husbands and wives in unhappy marriages, but the religions tell them to continue on in that relationship. How do you act in these circumstances? I would tell them that their personal happiness will allow them to do the most good in their lives. People make mistakes. It's possible that soulmates, on the, when they are on the heaven side, want to try a life together. And it's possible that their personalities, once they have received their human bodies, have changed. Individuals owe it to themselves to obtain happiness and to serve God. If they're living in a bad relationship, it will lead them away from the service of God. What actions lead people to the greatest happiness? Truly understanding that their that their time in heaven is more important than their life on earth. Truly understanding that God exists. Truly understanding that there is only one way, and that is service through God, that they will find happiness. Thank you, Michael, so much. Do you have a final message for our listeners? Yes. Once again, I would like to thank everyone for listening. I know sometimes our messages are ignored. I know sometimes it's not realized that they've received messages. But I want everyone to understand that the archangels absolutely attempt to lead people down the path of happiness and understanding. That path starts at the foundation of a belief in God and the stronger that belief, the happier you're going to be. You may not understand that, but until you follow the path of God, then you will not truly know just the capabilities of happiness and what can take place in your lives. So thank you for allowing me to speak. I appreciate the opportunity. I hope each of you ask me for guidance. And I hope that each of you ask me for protection, because I will do the best that I can to serve you. Goodbye. Thank you so much. All right, another short break. And when we're going to come back, we're going to speak with Azrael, sometimes referred to the angel of death. And I'm sure you're going to want to know what relationship that has with happiness. Connie and Barry will be back after a few words from our sponsors. <laughs> A little birdie told me Voice America is on X. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Psychic and author Barry Strom has now published nine books dealing with supernatural subject from ghosts to aliens. His most recent books, Messages of God and Messages of the Prophet Muhammad for a Modern World, bring you the channeled messages of the founders of Christianity and Islam. Their words are intended to guide their followers through these modern times. These books are available in softcover and ebook on Amazon.com. Signed copies of all of Strom's books are available on his website, www.barrystrom.com. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Is death the end of the journey of the soul or a time of new beginnings? Is there proof of an afterlife? What would historic figures say if they lived today? 
Psychic and channeler Barry Strom uses his gift of spirit communication to answer these questions and explore all aspects of the hereafter. Have all the information necessary not to fear life's final journey. Tune in to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife. Have a question for Barry or their guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. We are now going to speak with Archangel Azrael. Azrael, thank you for coming back. Uh, Your role is often misunderstood. Would you please tell us about how you interact with humans? I generally interact with humans at the end of their life plans. There is a time for all humans of passing, and I try to assist the soul at that time. They may have had a long illness, and I may come to them during that illness and try to prepare them. But when their soul departs the body, either myself or my angels will be with them, When the soul departs the body, it is often very traumatic. Sometimes death is very sudden, and the individual has no idea idea that it is coming. We want each soul, at its time of passing, to have this wonderful experience. You see, death is the beginning. Humans view it as the end. But to us, death is the beginning of a new life cycle. You return to heaven, you spend time there, you make your decisions when you want to return, and your guides will help you prepare a life plan at that time, and you return for another life. So death is simply the beginning. Yes, it's very difficult for all of those individuals that are left behind, but that is, grief is a lesson that humans must learn. They have to learn to handle it, and they have to understand. But my role simply comes mostly at the end of an individual's life. Some people depict you as the Grim Reaper. How would you like to be depicted? I would like to be depicted in bright colors. You see, I think of myself as the beginning. Humans, as I just said, Think of me as the end that comes and takes your life. I have nothing to do with the time, with your time of passing. That has already been predetermined before you returned as a baby. I am simply here to make things as, as good as I can for you. So I see no reason why I should be depicted as dark colors and be feared. How can listeners understand your true role in heaven and your role in finding happiness? It's very difficult. It's hard for you as you're sitting there and listening to conceive of happiness being involved in death. The happiness comes from your soul after your time of passing or death. You see, your soul is going to enter heaven, and that is the most wonderful 
dimension conceivable. That is where the happiness takes place. There is generally no happiness for those left behind, as I just said. But that is a lesson that those people must learn. You see, when a soul goes to the other side, they have the ability to watch how their passing affects those left behind. If those people suffer, they grieve, they cannot get over the passing, then the soul in heaven also watches this, and it helps interfere with the happiness that soul should be having. Those left behind can have a great influence on how easy the transition is for the soul that has passed. How can the fear of death keep an individual from finding happiness? If you continuously fear you're going to die, then, and you don't understand the process or what's going to take place, then you're living in fear. When you live in fear, you're not living in happiness. Those individuals that truly believe in God do not fear their time of passing. Something you do not fear does not bring you unhappiness. So it all depends on the foundation of belief. If you want to fear death, then just simply don't believe in God and think it's the end. I can't imagine any soul wanting to believe that there's nothing afterward. Why would you want to think that it's like stepping off the edge of a cliff and all things come to an end? It's not like this. Death is but an act to enable your soul to return to heaven. It will not be until that act takes place that you truly understand. How can you help with an individual that fears death? We can try to perhaps bring individuals to them that will explain what is about to take place. We can come to them in dreams. We can have deceased family members come to them in dreams and speak with them and tell them. There are many things that we can actually do to help a soul provide or prepare for their passing. It's just simply a matter of the faith that underlies it. When should a person fear death? If you don't believe in God. If you've done many bad things in your life, there will be a time that your guides will explain to you what you've done wrong. If a person has accumulated great wealth and not done a thing to help others with that great wealth, they should fear death because they have lived counter to their life plan and they will not suffer, they will not have any benefits when they return. Depending how they've abused others with that great wealth, they will be sent to lower levels of heaven, and they will have to live multiple lifetimes and overcome great karma because of what they've done. It's very simple. Live a good life and help others. If you don't do that, then there are things about your time of passing that may not be as pleasant as it needs to be. When should a person ask for your help? Whenever they or a loved one is facing passing, Everyone needs to understand what it is like to pass, for their soul to pass from their body. I can help try to bring them the information, and I can help lead them to alleviate some of the grief. There's always grief. That 
is an important lesson that humans must learn. But how they handle that grief, that is what will determine many things as they return to heaven. How can a person best ask for your help? Simply pray. As with all of us, every archangel hears prayers directed to them. Humans must understand that just because they cannot see or prove something that it does not exist. Angels exist. We are here to help. There are many, many different types, and there's much help available. Humans simply have to pray and ask for that help. As a person approaches their time of death, what do you do to help them? I try to come to them in their dreams. I may bring people with them to speak with them, other humans. It's possible that we may even form into humans and conduct conversations with them that will help. Sometimes people that are in deep comas, the soul will, will actually leave the body and we can speak with them. They know that they have to return to the body for passing, but sometimes out-of-body experiences take place for them and will help them. There are many, many things that we can do that you have never conceived of. Can you do anything to help surviving family members with their grief? Yes, we can make them aware of what is about to take place for their loved one. What is really important to people that are left behind have to understand is that their grief affects how the soul adapts to heaven when it returns. If many, many people are grieving, that soul will grieve with them. Many famous people that take their lives do not understand the grief that they cause until they return, and they must watch that grief. It is it is very important that every soul understands that how they respond to their end-of-life plan will affect others. Will you explain the concept of time of death in a life plan? There are often multiple times of death in a life plan. Maybe if the soul is doing what it should be doing, times of death will not take place. Other angels may intercede, or it may possibly be a simple rescheduling. The best way to assure a long and happy life is to help others. If you're helping others, then it is quite possible that God will intercede and extend your life plan. The best insurance for happiness is to follow the words of God. They are incredibly simple. You do not have to make your life complicated. Thank you so much for educating us a little further. Uh, do you have a final message for us? Yes. Even though my role in heaven is a bit restrictive, I think that we do an awful lot of good. It is very important that when a soul is preparing to leave the body, that it understands the journey ahead. Individuals that 
die very suddenly and are not expecting it, quite often make a choice to remain behind and stay earthbound. We will try to work with them and tell them that they need to move on. But the concept of heaven with no time does not place an urgency on those souls, and they are given freedom of will. Your soul always has freedom to make its own choices. We want the soul to be comfortable. We want it to be able to adapt immediately to heaven. And we want the soul to look back at the life that it lived. We want the individuals that are left behind to grieve appropriately, but to get over that grief and get on with their lives. They must understand that their lives are most important thing for them. Once a soul departs, it's gone. You can continue to love the soul, and that soul will continue to love you. But it is no longer a part of your life plan, and you must move on. Control your grief and do what you can to help others. So thank you so much for allowing me to listen once, to come back once more. I truly appreciate it, and I hope that I'll be able to make life easier for you when your time comes. Goodbye. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you. Okay. January 16th is going to be the last edition of Spirit Speak Exploring the Afterlife on the Voice America Variety Network. Next week, we're going to try to do a recap of the information that we've covered on our radio show in the last year. We'll have open phone lines through all the segments if you'd like to speak with us. Most of our shows will remain available on our YouTube channel, but they will be removed from the Voice America archives. If you want to retain any of our shows, I suggest you download them from the Voice America site as soon as possible. In the future, we are going to be starting a new show, and it's going to be called Hello Heaven. It's going to be on our YouTube Live channel and our Facebook Live pages. So I hope in the future you take time to check it out. I've released my 10th book, Modern Messages of the Archangels. It's on my website, barrystrom.com, and it is also on Amazon. I would like to thank you all for joining us this morning on the Voice American Network uh, and every Tuesday morning in the past. Next week is our last show. The subject matter we deal with is important for everyone. If you'd like to see more of our channelings, as we said before, we have 555 videos covering all aspects of the afterlife on our YouTube channel, which is in the name of Barry Strom. So God bless you all. Okay, and thank you so much for listening, and thank you for telling others. We do have people out there that listen to the show, but sadly, it's time for us to move on. So please join us next Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Radio Network. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Tune in next week for another informative and inspiring episode on the Voice America Variety Channel at 9 a.m. Pacific Time. 